Dadsnet Original Podcast. Reason 1,034,876 why I love being a dad is that I've not needed to buy an alarm clock for seven years. <laughs> Reason 1,536,977 why I love being a dad is that I actually love kid TV show themes. It's the new type of joy in my life I never knew I needed. Go Jettas is my favourite at the moment. Go, 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 go Jettas! Ah, oh, classic. <laughs> my reason is that I love getting into arguments with many versions of myself. I mean, damn, I was a tough guy as a kid. <laughs> it's the best, isn't it, when you're having that argument and something comes out of your, their mouth that you go, yeah, that was yeah, me. exactly. <laughs> that came from me. <laughs> <laughs> but my reason is I love having a captive audience to tell my absolute rubbish dad jokes to. And they're just they're just getting to the age where they sort of get it and if they don't they at least laugh, you know. <laughs> captive audience. There are millions of reasons why being a dad is the best thing in the world, which is why we're proud to bring you this episode in partnership with Millions. They're a tiny, tasty, chewy sweet created by a family-owned confectioners called the Golden Casket Group. Uh, they come in a variety of different colours and flavours. There's the iconic strawberry, there's bubblegum, there's also favourites like banana and Vimto. Oh, oh yes. No, my, so fa- my favourite's the, the Iron Brew ones. Oh, what? So good. They're Vimto, so good. mate. The Vimto ones are epic. Nah, nah, I'm brief. It's very sad. So when you're next shopping, keep an eye out for a tube of millions. Uh, and remember the millions of reasons you love being a dad. There's also a million reasons why I'm loving these millions. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. <laughs> This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. It's a podcast by dads for dads, but also anyone else can listen as well. You don't actually have to have created a baby using your bits. It's fine. (laughs) You know, you can just listen. We're accepting that. Um, On the panel tonight, because we're recording this in the week that the kids go back to school in England. I know they've been back in Scotland for a while. Uh, The kids go back to school. I'm going to introduce the panel in terms of the piece of school stationery that they'd be and um, we've got Sparky Sparky would be the rubber because you know he quite often says a lot of things that I bet he wishes he could just go back and rub out a raise yeah. and get rid of Bob on there mate an ink razor or, or, or oh yes or if you're referring to him as in a rubber as in a condom it could just be the fact that the shit he says can't go anywhere. It's supposed to be kept back and uh, yeah. not be able to dad, spill out. Yeah. Or his not, dad not, should have worn one. Is that what yeah. you're <laughs> not something you typically have in your pencil case, though, is it? Oh, this is it. This, well, is, this is England, dude. This is England. <laughs> you guys start you very young. Yeah, you guys start very young here. Oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't realise you meant year seven. <laughs> Sparky's Verbal Condom is the name of a band I remember hearing on Chompeel once. <laughs> I could do it. Uh, We've got uh, Brad. Brad would be a protractor because you need the full 360 degrees. And, you know, we could have people talking insightfully about mental health or rearing children and that. But you also need someone to come in with the other point of view, which is that wombats have cubed poo. And that is Brad. So thank you very much. Yes. 
And we've got Jack. Jack would be a compass, because Jack is sharp. Yes. He's incisive. Nice. And he's a bit of a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was sounding all too nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a oh. catch. <laughs> According to Sparky, anyway, that's what he said last week. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, and yes, I'd be a fountain pen because I'm out of date. Yeah, fine, fine, fine. That's all right. <laughs> a quill, more like Jim. Come on. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, on some papyrus. Uh, coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about the big question, which comes from a Dad's Net member, and it's about that kind of fear of missing out. We've got uh, some looking inside the news to do. The big story of the week, which is a man well known for lying, has now been proven to have told another lie. <laughs> and we'll look at the um, the big chair today for under overrated where we've got sparky sitting there getting stuff thrown at him and then he has to say whether it's underrated or overrated so let's get going with that under over under over under over rated sparky you're in the chair how comfortable are you there uh, I'm very comfortable. Um, I feel I'd be more comfortable if I had my uh, verbal rubber to protect me, uh, as previously discussed. I'm, I, I guess technically I'm your verbal rubber, because whenever yes. you spout yes. a load of crap, I, oh, can, yeah. uh, I can edit that down. I mean, I don't. I just let it. Yeah. <laughs> I just let it flow. I only really edit myself. Because for a second there, there were people listening going, oh my God, that's edited, Sparky. Yeah. What was the normal Sparky like? But no, that's fine. Leave me out Jack's there, Jack. Too lazy. Jack's too lazy to do that, like he left the F word in last week. But, you know, oh, sorry people. about that. <laughs> he did get a, uh, a bollocking beat that out, Jack, um, in the uh, WhatsApp group. <laughs> not, from uh, not if you said it, I'm not beeping that out. <laughs> no, exactly. That's on your head. Right, let's have some stuff to throw at Sparky to find out whether it's underrated or overrated. Brad, what have you got for him? All right, let me just go to my uh, little notepad. All right, baby Vinny. <coughs> Let's try it again. Baby video monitors. Uh, underrated. Um, like we we've got one, and I I, I think it's stopped me having to go upstairs so many times. Um, yeah. Because noises, uh, anytime makes a noise, I just like to just confirm that he's not doing a headstand or you know decided to pull the. the sleep bag over his face um so yeah they're they're great like they are really good it's the future yeah did anyone else did anyone else think brad was about to say baby veneers yes i did and i was about to think (laughs) what are baby veneers like if your baby's teeth come you know come through and you're like oh they're awful (laughs) is this like (laughs) a a step on from getting your baby's ears pierced like we were talking about a few weeks ago don't bring them up we had stl have jackson booked in for some next week stop it guys we don't need any of those we had a, a baby monitor where you'd turn it on and for the first second, you'd see the last image that you yeah, had before you yeah, turned it, it off. Yeah, it freaks you out sometimes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely freaks yeah. out because there's always like a child sitting up or, you know, there's no <laughs> child there because you turned it off after they'd even gone out of the room. And you're like, where have they gone? Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> did, it's okay. Did, have you guys ever had that where, like, you can hear your kid rummaging around and it's like, God knows, late at night and because it's like the night vision on some of those things like the eyes like glow almost like cat's eyes and then all Terrifying. of a sudden you catch yeah. and, then, and then they stand up in the cri- and then they start walking over slowly and they like you know towards the, the, the camera and you're like do they know <laughs> we've had that conversation so many times does he know does he know does, he must know he must know he's like he's like clocking up. he's like looking into my soul through the lens of that bloody camera when uh, when we- Jake was a baby we um, put his sort of like on the end of the cot because he couldn't he couldn't reach it he couldn't 
stand up or anything. Yeah. Um, and we didn't realise he could stand up until one night we heard a noise on the monitor. We looked at it and there's the night vision of his face about three <laughs> inches away. We went, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> As you he see, was playing I- with it. <laughs> Baby monitors are great, except if you get the one that we did. We got one and it was awful. Like It just really didn't work. It broke really easily. And then when it came to having the second child, we thought, well, let's get a new one. Oh, the same company has upgraded that model. So that must be a lot better, right? No, no, it wasn't. It was still just as utterly rubbish as the last one. And I would heartily not recommend them. Should I mention them? I don't know what the chance of them sponsoring this podcast is. Are they very popular? Brand, yeah. Mm. Is it like some random Swedish niche little brand that no one will ever really hear of? No, it's quite a big one. Uh. And it rhymes with... Boto Solar. Right. Um, <laughs> oh. Absolute pile of shit. But there you go. We we must have gone through four or five over the three and a half, three years that we used them. Um, because once the first one broke, I was like, well, I'm not spending a lot of money on a new one. So I went on mm. Facebook Marketplace and bought one for a tenner. And within two months, that had broken. You know, there was a reason someone was getting rid of it. Yeah. And then you and thought then, you'll, you'll get a little bit more of an expensive one, so you traded a guitar. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I've got one worth fifteen hundred pounds. Signed by uh, who? Les Claypool from Primus or someone? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big into the, uh, the the baby monitor world is uh, the, the members of Primus. Yeah. Thing, so. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jack, have you got something for Sparky? Yeah, okay. Scar music. Oh, there's a time and a place. Overrated, right? There's Ooh. Uh, there's a time Ooh. and a place Ooh. for scar right. music. Um, got, I don't know, actually. Every, every time, every place. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've got to pick one, because actually, if I was drunk right now and someone put on some scar, I would love it, and I would say it's underrated. This is so underrated, but... It, I don't know. It okay, is- so so can I ask, when you're overrating it, what have you got in your head? What what bands are you talking? Right, I'm gonna like like baggy trousers and stuff like all the ones right, okay. that the commercial ones like, that you always hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talk- you're talking like like first wave scar. I, okay. I mean, you get, you're get you already making me feel uncomfortable about how technical this is. Uh, the stuff that you always hear, I'm and you see some guys with the big big shoes, you know, he's wearing a suit. There's a guy there wearing a suit with the big platform-soled shoe things, and he's really into it, and you just think, oh, this is cool, we're at a scar thing. And then, yeah, like that's the scar I like, Jack. That's, that's well, what, but what about, like, um, like Lesson Joke? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Who's that? I mean, send me a Spotify link. I'll listen. The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. You must have heard of them. I've definitely heard of that name, Jim. Yes, I have. Um, (laughs) But I I could not name you one of their songs. Um, No, like, yeah. Scars. Mm. Mm, Bit past me. But hey, I'm always up for listening to anything. So just, yeah, chuck us a playlist. Yeah. Sparky doesn't really uh, listen to a lot of Scar music. That's the impression I get. (laughs) I get that joke. I get that joke. What? 
for me and Jack, that was hilarious. <laughs> don't don't worry, that, three that, of the listeners. That didn't even yeah. go over my head. That hit me straight in the forehead. <laughs> I, I hope my mate Rob's listening because he will get that as well. So if you are, Rob, then if you're not, what a shit I, friend. I imagine I imagine he's one of the members of the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones because yeah. that's how small the scar world is. <laughs> Pretty much. A real big uh, fish scar. Yes. Oh, okay, I like real big fish. There you go. Okay, the guy right. with the trumpet. No, I'm into that. Right, okay, yeah. right. Yeah, that's uh, sort of scar. <laughs> hey, guys, the I've guy made a cool trumpet. sort of sort of cool uh, input there. I feel like I've slightly recovered. Let's move yeah, on. sort of. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, let's, uh, let's go for printers. Printers are underrated or overrated? Overrated. Just use works. Yeah. Like, just use works, because one, <laughs> you're always running out of ink. Um, two, it never connects when you've got that really important document to do. No. And do we even need them anymore? Like, I don't think so. Like, Danny's had to print off a load of stuff recently for, um, for work or whatever. But most stuff you can just sign on like digitally. I will give you a... You will need them for when you need to print school homework um. at home for your kids to then fill in and colour in and stuff like that because trying to get them to do that digitally is a bit of a pain. Is, is that uh, specific got, to pandemics? <laughs> well, I did I think, get absolutely hammered. I was got hammered during the homeschooling, the yeah. print the ink. That cost us hundreds of pounds. Mm. Yeah, it cost my dad hundreds of pounds because I still don't own a printer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, yeah, that's one of the worst things about having gone freelance for me is that having to use my own printer. But I'm doing a project for this company and uh, I went in and did a lot of printing on their time uh, <laughs> the other day and I was I didn't feel guilty about it of course not. at all. I think I printed all my wedding invites on a, on a company printer. <laughs> that's the correct use. That, I, mean, I mean, I hated it. Even at uni, though, do you remember when you had like a limited amount of prints a month? Like, oh, did you yeah. have that? You had to have a, put a code in and you could only print out a certain amount of stuff because they're onto it. They know that you're just going to be printing your holiday book, you know, itinerary on it. Like, your boarding pass. Why is... Just put everything digital now. Come on. Apart from kids' homework, obviously, Brad. Well, and if you want to know all about uh, digital signatures and electronic signatures, and there is a difference between the two, I've written many blogs on that for a client, and uh, I could tell you all about the IDAS regulation if you wanted, oh, but uh, we're probably running out of time a little bit now. <laughs> like this like guy, send us a link, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's going to be as many people interested in that as there are in the scar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor the mighty, mighty boss tones. Um Brad, what have you got for, for Sparky? All right, I can't think of the actual official name for it, but I'm just going to call it the the nose bogey suckers. Oh, those things that get... Um, like when your kid's congested, the nasally congested, mm, you stick them yeah, in the nostril you're, you're, and you suck them from the one end of the pipe. Your, your mouth. Okay. Yeah. Can yeah. I? Do I have to? No, 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 no. That's gross, dude. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen people do that. And you know what? When my kids are younger and they had really snotty noses, I thought it looks very effective, and it could only be like a second in my. And, and then I'm like, now I know what women must feel like when they're going down on a man, and he's expecting, you know, oh, you know, her to, you know, do you do a little, do, do a little bit of swallowage then? And I'm like, do you mm-hmm. just bogeys? Hey? Oh, do you just bogeys? Uh, no, or, but the I'm concept of having the sli- a sli- slimy content in your mouth. Overrated. Like if you think about mucus, dude, and, and semen, 
this, is, this is the consistency, you know? So, come on. <laughs> Guys, we've gone from getting these out of your baby's nose. Not colour, not colour before anyone chimes in. I'm not saying, because if you are ejaculating green semen, then I think you need to go see a doctor. That, crusty, I'm saying that. Crusty thick bogeys. No, we're talking about like when they've when they're bunged up, you know, when it's like all uh, mucus, yeah. basically it's bunged up there, dude. That's when you suck it out with that pipe. Anyway, um, go back to Sparky. I think we've hijacked the question long enough. No, I'm going to say, we uh, we have never used one uh, because uh, SJ's too scared of them. Like, in terms of, she's just like, no, we, we, we got one in like a pack. You know, you get those like nail clippers, hairbrush, all of that in a little kid's pack. And we've got one of those nose suckers. And she's yeah. like, oh, can we? No, I just don't want to use it. I just don't want to use it because I don't trust it. So um, I'd say, I, from our point of view, overrated because we use the... Uh, Cowpole vapor plug-in. Oh yeah, and you yeah. just yeah, it's a little plug-in and it, it smells beautiful. I've used it in our room when I've had a cold and it is lovely. Um, the thing is, those uh, those snot suckers are quite divisive, aren't they? Anyway, because because you know everyone's always asking, you know, should you spit or should you swallow? <laughs> Hold the phone, but you don't, it doesn't go into your mouth. Where, what's happening here? I'm so confused. It goes into a little carriage, like a little compartment that's blocked off by, uh, oh my God. Well, maybe that's the solution for the other one as well. Oh. <laughs> maybe that's what we should do to make that more palatable. Oh. A third party chamber. What, what has, and there is what has nothing more alluring. Right, get on Dragon's Den with that, guys. We've just invented something. Uh, yeah. I like Brad's the one despairing, even though he's the one that made that connection in the first place. <laughs> Brad, did you give that chat to um, what's his name? Uh, oh, what's the what's the guy with the socks on Dragons Den? He would buy that. Peter <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Peter Jones. That's it. He'll be into it. The guy with the socks. You know. You knew exactly what I meant. <laughs> I'm in. Um, for, for what it's worth, I did, with, with my first, I just sucked the snot straight out of the nose, and well, with, it your, was with your mouth. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. It was really horrible. What a solid yeah. dad you are, though, Jim. I respect you for doing that. Like, but also, I don't know if it necessarily made much difference, really. Oh. Uh, I mean, it did for me. It changed my life uh, in a terrible, <laughs> terrible way. But That's for her, you, you now can't give another blowjob. No, I can't. No. I've tried so many times. <laughs> Jack, let's move on. What have you got for Sparky? <laughs> Careful. Uh, well, I was going to go with bananas, but it seems a bit too much for Mark. So, so I'm going to go with um, oranges. Not satsumas, but like the big Jaffa oranges. A full uh, size. Full size, that's it. Overrated. I feel like they, yeah, I'd much rather have an easy peeler or a sat. Um, yeah, man. Like oranges, they're just a bit big and annoying, and you never peel them nice. Like they always end up with a big, thick layer of pith on them, um, unless you slice them like you have them for, at halftime in in some sort of sport. So yeah, overrated. Well, yeah, but then you feel like you're trying to be someone you're not, don't you? What? Like an athlete. Yeah. Well, and then you put them in like a gum shield, like you get your kid to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does look cool though, right? So actually, in many ways, underrated. Uh, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Just talk to yourself round. <laughs> well, we discovered this last fun. week, didn't we? Though, Jim, is if you just let Sparky talk, he'll just keep talking and talking and talking. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Cover all angles, circular, <laughs> sphere, like an orange. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I think he he does the whole. Uh, he's the protractor, isn't he? He's the three sixty. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Actually, you should have thought about that. 
Absolutely should have thought about that. You can borrow my uh, eraser if you like. <laughs> Sparky, um, have we had bikes before? I, I, bikes underrated or overrated? Oh man, I underrated. I love bikes, but I just don't have good luck with bikes. Where like, I, I absolutely love going on a bike ride. In fact. That was my thing that I used to just go and do. I'd be like, all right, okay, babe, I'm just going to go out for a couple of hours. I'm just going to go riding, find some trails, and just go for a ride. Like, not ma- mountain biking or downhilling, just riding. I just quite like that. Just BMXing. <laughs> not, not BMXing, just riding. Just heading down the skate park, love. Um, <laughs> I'm not that cool. I wish I was, mate. <laughs> um, but I always get a puncher. Like, I always get a puncher, which made me lean into wanting to say, Overrated because I always I'm left with a problem to fix. So the the hope and the ambition is there, but the reality is yeah. sadly lacking. Get a puncher, mm. um, but I'm, I'm or, hoping. Or the, to... ch- or the chain slips, or you know, it's not quite. It's not on the derailleur right, or something like that. Oh man, when the chain snips and you catch a nut on the crossbar, that is never a good moment. That's overrated. Let me tell you, that feeling is. Um, <laughs> but I'm keen <laughs> to get one of those like ride on the back things for Jackson. Like I'd love one of those. Like so, you ride me. on his back. Well, <laughs> probably be safer. Uh, probably be safer than me. But no, I just loved yeah the idea of taking him for a ride and going oh look pointing out stuff whilst I'm you know riding. It wouldn't be so lonely. Um, but yeah, uh, when you have to start getting into kids' bikes, it's really annoying because they grow out of them really quickly. Like with, uh, at my daughter's school, they have cycling lessons once a week, and the first week she went, when she got into year two, the teacher apparently sent her home and just went, "That bike is ridiculously small," <laughs> and she she was going, "No, it's not." Uh, she was she was upset, and I was going, "No, it's not. It's fine. It's fine." And then I saw the other bikes in her class, and oh yeah, it's about half the size. <laughs> <laughs> that was a trip onto Facebook Marketplace and a dodgy journey into Bradford to go and get it from a place that was definitely legitimate definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> but I've resprayed it just in case <laughs> covered over that postcode that had been banged into the bottom of it by yeah a, yeah oh, scraped oh, off all the ID numbers <laughs> yeah exactly I mean you have to just just. I mean it, oh, even though it's legitimate it's just yes, nice yeah, to have yeah. a clean start and a fresh start <laughs> Don't at me. Uh, on the way, we are going to look inside news. Big stories of the week. That's all coming up on Loose Stats from Dadsnet. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet, where you can keep in contact with us through the Facebook group. So go to Loose Dads Podcast on Facebook and you will find our group and you can get in there and have your say about anything we've been talking about. Ask us any questions, give us any suggestions, rate our impressions of Jack, which we did last week when Jack wasn't here. Which Jack, what did you think of those? I thought they were all terrible. Yeah. yeah, and you are absolutely <laughs> I mean, that was, correct. That, I mean, that was obvious. Really. I mean, you, you went quite hard on the vegan thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Almost as if, you know, there's no, no content there's, there's, to what I say. What, just... There's nothing, yeah. There's, oh, in fact, you, you, you say words, dude, but all we hear is vegan, vegan, vegan. Vegan, vegan. Vegan, 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 vegan. But vegan. apparently you hear it in quite a husky voice, and I quite like that. So oh. Oh. it was quite a, quite a husky, yeah, I'm a vegan, I'm Jack. And I, I didn't mind that. <laughs> Made me sound sexier. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're here to help, chat. Yeah. That's what can we say? You know, it's safe to say the only loose dad who's been boosted by uh, in confidence <laughs> by his impression. <laughs> Once again, I'm really not looking forward to when Brad's not here. I'm I was really going to say it's Brad's the it. only one we haven't done yet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and it's just going to be offensive. Oh, um, I'm so no, my, to my South that, African's quite good, I think. <laughs> Oh, oh, and it's even you, you know when someone saying, says my it's South it's African's really good, you know it's going to be awful <laughs> as well and really offensive. That might you know? sound Indian, Brad, or something. <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah, I, here, here goes Jack. He's he's probably going to just end up quoting Lethal Weapon. No, like every every single time I've ever met someone who tries to do South African accent, they always go. Oh, I've got diplomatic immunity, which is that line from <laughs> Lethal Weapon, and that's all they ever do. So, no, you see, my, you see, my stepdad's me- my stepdad's South African. Oh, obviously, all his family. So I've uh, oh, been around here for a you've, while. You've been adopted. This, yeah, nice. This is new information. How come this information's only coming out now? <laughs> also, for me, it would be that scene in I'm Alan Partridge where uh, the South African bloke from the fire company comes over, but. <laughs> We'll have to wait and hear that one, won't we? On a week where Brad isn't here. You were going to do it then, weren't you? (laughs) Not a chance. Let's have a look inside the news. Right, this is where we look at the big stories of the week and how they affect parents and dads and things like that. Um, Two years ago, Boris Johnson wrote out a list of guarantees guarantees if the people of Great Britain uh, would elect him to become the Prime Minister. Uh, One of those guarantees, those red lines, things he would never go back on, was he would not increase national insurance. Today, Boris Johnson has announced that he's going to increase national insurance. There's a surprise, isn't there? Because normally, quite a trustworthy fella, normally. Um, But he's, he's, he's dropped a bollock on this one. So it turns out. How many bollocks does the man have? Because <laughs> he's dropped a couple. More than <laughs> Almost a couple. as many as he has children. Hey. Um, anyway, so it's the new health and social care tax. It's going to be introduced across the UK. See, what they've done is quite cunning on this one because this is to pay for social care, which is something that is not affected by the pandemic. Okay, social care is just a thing that's it's an issue, it is a big issue, and it needs sorting. But they they can say because they've added NHS funding in there a little bit of NHS funding they can go oh because of the pandemic we had to change our plans and go back on that pledge even though he would definitely have done that anyway (laughs) but they've got a little excuse because there's some NHS funding in there but yeah basically to pay for social care which to be honest yeah is a major issue but is this the right way to do it national insurance is paid by uh, everyone sort of on from quite a low wage to mm-hmm. up to £50,000, they pay at the normal rate and then it's a, a lower rate after fifty grand. So that does seem to be letting off very high earners from the pain that some very low earners might be suffering. Is that right? Is what's happened right? Uh, Jack, what do you think? Oh, oh, doesn't this suck butt for anyone who voted Tory? Like, oh, how's Jeremy Corbyn looking now? With his uh, wanting still to like raise a taxes. <laughs> still like a twat. Look, I'm modelling myself after him, right? <laughs> please, please, for the love of God, don't. Oh, uh, it just... Uh, who can be surprised at, at the U-turn? It's it's just another one. the only manoeuvre Boris does is U-turns. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the modus operandi of every politician. 
dude. I mm. you can't you can't like governments and politicians are the biggest scumbags in existence. I mean, like, the, the, I think that's unfair, Brad. I think that's really unfair. I think there's a lot of people there, and there's a lot of people in his party who are doing what they think is right. Yeah, they think he is a scumbag. Yeah, I really do yes. believe that, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, I, what they they say they they want to do what's right, dude. But they're all going to be manipulated because all, all polit all politics are always um, influenced by whoever donates the highest amounts to their campaigns. In the end, this is how it's all controlled. I mean, like they, they, no one gives a toss about us us little folk. And here's another example, as you say, and they're raising taxes here, where the lower earners are going to end up feeling more of the pain, whilst the highest earners, who are all their mates, are going to be the ones that are like okay. So, sorry, Jack, to highlight what you were saying, and you can go back to your references of trying to model yourself after Jeremy Corbyn, but I don't like politicians. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Right. But I'm getting if, that impression. <laughs> but if, if Labour had got in and they had raised taxes, as they were planning on, it would have, it would have been proportionate to income. You would have had higher corporation tax and higher tax for higher earners, not higher proportional tax for the lowest earners this is this is ah oh, this this drives me so mad because so many working class people voted for the tories on the on the promise that boris was going to fix everything you know the the promise that he was the radical that everybody needed and but that national insurance thing was one of those things because the, there's always a risk that yeah. that's going to go up but then before David Cameron got in, he pledged he wouldn't raise VAT and he did that. And that is another tax that affects uh, poorer people, people mm -hmm. on lower incomes, because there are things that VAT is meant to be for luxuries, but it's not. You pay VAT on clothes and on your, your electricity bills and things like that. So, so. But, but so here's the, here's the thing. Who do you want looking after your tax rates? Taxes go up. You know, taxes are inevitable. Who do you want looking after how that is split do you want that looked after by the the rich people from rich backgrounds who who don't want their family money and their friends money to diminish too much or do you want that looked after by someone who wants the everyman to have an extra couple of quid in their pocket at the sake of higher corporation tax or something well, I'm, I'm with you, Jack, but uh, I'd be interested yeah. to know, Sparky, where do you stand on this? I, I just, I honestly, I've, I've done in recent times, just taking a step away from the news. So I'm not fully across this story. So um, in terms of what's been said, um, mainly I'd be interested in for the everyman as well is if they are putting the national insurance up. And if I remember my national insurance covers this, do I still get an E111 when I go to Magaluf? Um, like if I need, you know, because that's all included or since Brexit, has that been deleted? Jim, like because that's. I'll be honest, I've not looked into the E111 situation. <laughs> to fact, that, that's what I think of when I think of national insurance is when I go on holiday. I think, well, I've paid my national insurance. That means that, you know, if I do roll my ankle and I need to go into A&E in Magaluf, I've got an E111 the E will protect. No, I would imagine that's completely gone, isn't it? That is the European thing, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah, we're yeah, no, yeah. not part of that because we've left that. But um, so, do you, does anyone know their national insurance? So, if that's the only reason you're paying your national insurance, <laughs> well, Sparky. Yeah. Well, no, it's not the only you reason. You are self-employed, right? That, that was, I was thinking, what can I say that sounds slightly like I know what I'm talking about? In this I'd avoid Magaluf if I was you now. I'm not going to Maga. But, no, I do know um, it starts JJ. That is actually what I know about my yeah. national insurance. Number. That's all I know about <laughs> it. No, no. 
But that's it because you get it when you're like 15 or something, don't you? And you do need to use it quite often, I found. And I can never remember mine. No. And it's really annoying because that little card, that little red and blue card that <laughs> it's you get. It's integrated in an old wallet somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the time I was 18, I think. Yeah. But, so you're just like hoping that it's somewhere on another bit of paper somewhere that you can find. On an old pay slip or something like that. <laughs> Get actual input though. Do you think one day we will vote for something and it won't cost us more money? Like I just no. wonder because like everything no. that I feel like since I've really started like in terms of trying to pay a bit of attention to politics, like with Brexit, like with um, anything, it's like oh yeah, but sorry, what the end point of this is is you're going to pay more money. The poor man's going to pay. You know, the every man's going to pay more money. You know these. And and Bezos or all these big corporations, yeah, Starbucks, they don't pay their tax, but we're not going to keep on them like the HMRCs on you when you're well, a planer and decorator yeah. and you haven't paid your tax in the end of January or whatever. You know? Whoa, Jeremy Corbyn. I mean, whoa, yeah. Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> he should have just said sorry though, and then, then people would have voted for him. Like that's that's. Well, that's here's that. here's the funniest thing is he probably wouldn't have kept his promises either. So no, what, 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 what I'm trying to say here, but you don't Jezza know is, that, Brad. But you don't. But you, also, no but you don't. Plague. Hold on, hold on. I don't know that just as much as you don't know he would have stuck to his guns. So it's a fifty-fifty split. Well, you don't know. So you, you never then know. Your point doesn't really stand. Well, neither. Do, but, but neither does yours. Then, if you're saying mine doesn't, then neither does yours because you don't know. But, dude, honestly, I if the day I meet a politician who's going to stick to their guns and do what's right for the people of their country, I will. I will eat. I will literally cut off a toe and eat it. <laughs> and I will. And I'll make sure I haven't worn. I've I've worn like dirty manky shoes for like a week, and I haven't washed that one specific foot. And I will cut that fucking toe off, and I will eat it. But Com- there is a few. Comparatively, you could have put money on Boris definitely doing it. Like, that wasn't a 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> it is, dude. It's all, it's all um, corrupt. They're all lying. There is, a pro- there is a problem, though, isn't there? The problem with the way politics works is that you have to... Uh, you only have a, a five-year term at the maximum, mm. and really you need to be popular towards the end of that five-year term if you stand any chance. So anything that's kind of really long-term you're going to struggle to get through Mm. because you think, well, this makes me look like a right dick for the next (laughs) 10 years. But in about 15 years' time, people are going to go, oh, yeah, that was the right thing to do, wasn't it? But you've got, yeah. you do have to have balls of steel, I guess, to uh, to to kind of to do too much of that, <laughs> which is a bit of a problem with the way politics works. But then the the alternative to that is an, a dictator who stays in for twenty years and you know kills people. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's best. Oh. <laughs> don't don't come to me for electoral reform information. Tough choice, yes. boys. Tough choice. Uh, Sparky, do you have a news story this week? Uh, yeah, um, a, a hero who I've spotted. It just reminded me in my. Um, of me in my uni days and I just wanted to know about like how you guys are when it comes to thriftiness Um, the headline is student saves thousands with genius freebie hunting tricks and he never paid for food for two years like this guy uh, set up his life Uh, he went to he went to university in Cardiff and um, basically one of his top tricks was uh, being a casino member if you went there on a Sunday night they did an all you can eat buffet which he would like fill up on and take himself a takeaway plus biscuits and um <laughs> he used to do that and then he used to like got friends with takeaway owners and would get the things at the end of the day but basically managed to live like two years of his uni time 
without paying for food. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he did, wow. but you know what I mean? Like, he, he, he absolutely lived a life of blag and I just respect the arse off him. That's pretty impressive. So do you not have to, like, play some roulette and something in order to be qualified for the buffet i don't know how it works really i'm not a big gambler <laughs> no, what he just says here jordan's uh, grocery hack uh, when he learned that casino members were entitled to a complimentary chinese buffet with soft drinks and endless plate refills he signed up for free which is i mean i mean you are supposed to they like they prefer mm. it if you play roulette uh, but he made sure every monday he would be there at 4 a.m so he could eat up to four plates of food and uh, then he would sustain his way through to his tuesday nine o'clock lecture um, it, yeah, and he just he, he then made friends with uh, some restaurant owners and would just go and collect the stuff that they didn't sell at the end of the nights. And the problem is that's a lifestyle, isn't it? <laughs> You're like, right, sounds okay, like quite well, a bit of work. One, once a week, I'm spending the entire day in a casino. Um, <laughs> well, no, four a.m. on a on a Sunday morning, and then he's like, just just call it getting up extra early before your lectures, uh, shall we, Jack? Oh, I didn't even get up. Late I was going to say, that's a struggle for any student, though, isn't it? I think they'd rather do some, like, kind of extra work or whatever to pay for it rather than wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, if, if I had a half-eight lecture, that wasn't happening. Yeah, true say. In fact, I'll <laughs> throw out there, he probably wasn't in any society and didn't have to go to any sort of drink night. Like, he probably didn't have Wednesdays <laughs> at the Union to worry about. Like, yeah, hold on. As a student, did he never, you're saying he never got, like, late-night chips in a bar or... It doesn't say that here because it's just telling us. Of course, it doesn't, mate. It's telling us this amazing story about how he didn't pay for food. Right, apart from that one time when he was off his tits. Do you think he uh, he spent all his money in the poster sale in the union, which uh, they always used to have? Like every day there was a poster sale, and I don't know how many people needed more posters after the first few weeks, but apparently there was another poster sale where you could get a picture of the Mona Lisa smoking a split. <laughs> I had a, I had a poster of um, Steve McQueen in Bullet. I had never seen the film. I just thought, that's a cool poster. I'll have <laughs> That's uni for you, though. Like, most people walking around with a Ramones t-shirt on. Never yeah, heard of yeah, Ramones. Never so. heard them. <laughs> Don't even know who they're about. Oh, I did. I saw someone in a Ramones t-shirt once, and I was talking to him. I was like, oh, oh you like the Ramones? And he went, oh, no, just my name's Johnny, and it says Johnny at the top. So, like, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> At least he owned it. At least he owned it. I mean, try and blag it. But that's like a toddler, isn't it? A toddler that wears his own name on his shirt. Wasn't, wasn't there that story about a, an influencer who went on her Instagram and with a Ramones t-shirt on and she's like, I'm, I really love this Ramones brand. I'm seeing it everywhere at the moment. And I really yeah. love the designs. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a great tweet this week and it was someone taking the piss, but uh, people you know how the internet does not understand sarcasm <laughs> and she just went oh listen to this great track by uh, Fleetwood Mac I saw them doing this performance live and they segued from this song into the Formula One theme and it was amazing <laughs> and like full and like it's just full of tweets that started with uh actually <laughs> like come on come on it's clearly a joke that's uh, quite Jack, a do you have a do you have a new story Jack uh yes I do now this relies quite heavily on an audio clip, uh, which legally I'm not sure if I'm allowed to play. So I'll put that on the Facebook group. <laughs> and if anyone wants to hear it, they can go to Loose Dad's podcast on Facebook and um, and there'll be a link to this come Friday when the podcast is released. But Australian Duck says, you bloody fool. <laughs> no. And there's this audio clip of uh, analysed recordings of a duck 
appearing to speak English. And I'm going to play it through my headphones now and do an impression. I think that's probably the best way to, to do this. You're bloody fool. <laughs> You're bloody fool. Wait. You bloody fool. <laughs> you bloody fool. <laughs> you bloody fool. Anyway, it goes like that. Uh, and <laughs> I'm sorry, but does that not sound like he's dropping a little bit of an Indian accent there? <laughs> <laughs> As I was doing it, I felt that. But um, <laughs> but look, this is a duck who has learned how to speak English. Shall we not judge his Australian accent, okay? <laughs> he is trying really hard. Well, I mean, if, if that's if that's Jack's impression of the duck who's trying to do an Australian accent, Jim, I think we don't have to worry about his South African impression. I no, think no, exactly. I think I think we've, we've already gone beyond beyond now. Um, I saw this. Just, I, I, sorry, I saw this and I thought, no way. Have you heard the clip? Yeah, I've heard the clip. That's that's a bloke, isn't it? That's a pissed up bloke <laughs> recording himself, like going, "You bloody fool!" And I, and 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 that's it. We all have you been? Has he gone fishing for you and caught you, Jack? I mean, like, it, it does sound uh, a bit like an Indian dad, um, you know, <laughs> who's who's there watching his son take a video of of a duck going. This duck's talking, and his dad's going, "You bloody fool!" Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Yeah. Do you know? At some points, I'm just sitting here and I think, am I dreaming or is this really happening? But apparently this this podcast actually appears to be real. I've just pinched myself and it's actually real. Real good. Yeah. Um, I, what I'm going to post, after you post that, I'm going to post the uh, the Yorkshire Crow. Did you hear the Yorkshire Crow that says, you're right, love? No, I didn't. <laughs> no yeah, way. There's, there's a Yorkshire Crow that says, you're right, love. Have you got uh, the clip there? Uh, could you listen to it and then do an impression of it please (laughs) no because I'll just play it in my microphone I'm sure it'll be fine Uh, (laughs) hang on what was that that was a crow yeah that's someone man shouting you're out (laughs) it's not it's crow Crows like to speak Yorkshire. I really want to believe all of this stuff. I want to believe the duck. I want to believe the crow. But I just think, oh, no. No, no, we're being wound up. Like, if you fully believe that. What what got me about this one, this duck, is uh, apparently researchers believe that the musk duck was repeating a phrase he had repeatedly heard. Now, how many times in the park do you hear that phrase, you bloody (laughs) fool? Is it when someone finds themselves talking to a duck and then goes, "Oh, you bloody fool! What's going on?" Do you know they're uh, they're going to start uh, charging you to hear the duck say that and just uh, put it on the bill? Oh, <laughs> oh it, a tangent! Do you want to hear a story about a duck joke I once did? Yeah, why not? Okay, in a meeting when I was working at the radio station. We had this big quarterly meeting. It was the Rajar figures. And then, so Rajar is the listening figures for the station. And then we, um, I had to do a presentation from uh, the programming point of view about what we'd been doing. So I was there talking to all the sales staff and someone had said I needed to make my presentations more entertaining. So in this one, I said to, I said to this Geordie saleswoman in the front row, I said, uh, okay, every time I raise my hand, can you say quack? So I did it and she said quack. I did it. She said quack. I did it. She said quack. I said, okay, now keep up that pace. And, but without me raising my hand, just keep, keep saying quack. 
like that. And so she did. She went quack, 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 quack. And from behind the lectern, I grabbed a bag of bread, pulled it out a bit and threw it at her. <laughs> oh, and that's when the disciplinary action happened. <laughs> Genius. Now, I thought this was a great joke. Completely oh. bombed. Not a single laugh in the whole room. So I oh. just kept throwing bread at her, thinking oh. that at some point, <laughs> someone's someone going to laugh in laugh. a minute. My mate was at the back of the room doing that, you know, fingers across the throat, like, stop, stop, stop. She didn't sign my leaving card. Oh. No. Was there an end point to it? Or was that the end point, the bread? Was that the big finale? Uh, she threw the bread back. Right. Uh, that, okay. I think that was the end. But I would just, was there a planned end or was that? Well, the, the planned you, end was when I started throwing bread, everyone would laugh right. hilariously. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's probably manuals written about you now in that company. <laughs> I think lots <laughs> like, to do when trying to make your presentation more entertaining. Do you know when you go to like legal training or something like that yeah. and they go, they give you some case studies and you think, shit, people have actually done this. <laughs> You're one of those now, yeah. Jack. You're, you're in an HR manual. <laughs> My legacy. Well, after those two very serious uh, stories, I think we need a, a light-hearted one. Oh, yeah. well, mine's mine's uh, mine's kind of a little bit serious as well. I don't know if you guys saw a um, couple weeks back, but the baby from the Nirvana Nevermind album cover has decided to sue the band. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Um, he's obviously claiming that he's just had years of, um, was it, uh, psychological torment from this um, because obviously people can see his little tackle in the image and it's a sexualization of children and uh, he's now seeking damages. Um, but all I'm saying is, no one knows it was him unless he went and told them. <laughs> yeah. and it, for the last 20 odd years, he has been making a great big thing about yeah. it. He's yeah. you know, done pictures, he's done loads of publicity. That's not the first time it? he's recreated, is it? Like he's recreated. Yeah, and exactly no. that. Yeah, exactly that, dude. He's been living off of his, uh, his fame from it, and now he's just decided, That's ah! That's it. Just the attention, the money had dried up. So he was like, mm, got to do something here. Roll it, child porn. A great, an excellent, I saw a tweet about it where someone said that, you know, when Nevermind came out, he was a big baby chasing money. And now, oh, still the same. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It just, it, I mean, you know, his parents gave permission for him to be on there. It's it's not like he was there as a fully grown man that you can see him naked without his consent, you know. It's... That's what I'm like thinking. Like, basically, I think what happened is, uh, a whole bunch of people at uh, like a, a party and the photographer, um, I think this was just like a, a spur of the moment thing. It wasn't like a planned photo shoot. It was just the photographer jumped in because he was in the pool and just took a couple snaps and boom, it came, you know, there it was. And uh, But yeah, I just find it so funny that, that this guy is now, he's claiming all of the psychological damage. He's, as you said, Sparky, he's, he's recreated that pose a good few times. Um, it, and uh, yeah. it is it, like to get serious about it. It's an interesting question, you know. When does consent start, and at what point does he get to have a say over yeah. images of himself naked, like regardless of his age? At what point does he get a say over that? Well, I guess you, your parents are 
uh, act in that capacity, don't they? When when you're a child, I guess. So yeah, but you know, if they but, if it, it was in their if they felt it was in his best interest to be part of that for you know whatever fee they would have got for that, then then I guess that you know it's difficult to go back and retrospectively complain, really. Mm. Yes, but Operation U Tree would be sort of dead in the water if people didn't do that. So Operation what? Mm, yeah, but, that, but that's but that's not. But that isn't a sexualization, is it? Though that was a picture of a no, naked I baby. I was, that's not. I was being where hyperbolic y- for for the sake of yeah. argument. But <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, you know, U Tree has gone back to see. To, you know, there's no point. You keep nowhere you can go. Well, it was fine at the time. So. <laughs> Although people have actually tried to use that argument, which is <laughs> hideous, but they really have. It's, um, um, yeah, like, it's it's a weird one because yeah, he's been he's been making money off it for ages, but um, but also if there's a naked picture of you as a baby out there in the world, do you not have the right to go. Uh, I don't really want that out there. Um, well, I mean, from my perspective, uh, people are only going to know it's me if I go and tell them. Because yeah, like, babies do look all the same, don't they? Oh, like on, honestly, like honestly, if you if you could look at your if you look at yourself as a baby, you go, oh yeah, I can see that's me. I, I'd be super amazed. I mean, there might be the the odd child that you know still kind of looks similar uh, in some way, shape, or form. But yeah, I don't, well, know, I, I don't know. Just from my if perspective, if it was the Kaiser Chiefs album rather than Nirvana's album or something, I mean, actually, Kaiser Chiefs aren't bad. Okay, if it was things of, <laughs> insert band that you dislike a lot, right? And then your parents... Not the Mighty Mighty Boston. <laughs> Definitely not the Mighty Mighty Boston. But, yeah. I mean, oh, come on. Stop being a dick, mate. Like, you, you, think it's, you think it's it's more okay because it's an iconic it's album? Nirvana. No, like, he's I been just, loving that for ages. I like. ju- well, I just I just think it's okay because I don't think there's any anything sexualizing about that yeah. image in any way, shape, or form, dude. I mean, if you go to a, a resort I, with your family, you're bound to see some naked kid running around. What about these it's cherubs like, in the Italian fountains? Like they've been crafted, like uh, they're or the mannequin, or the or the mannequin piss in Belgium, that little statue of the baby holding his Todd, his Todd and peeing into the their fountain. Parents. <laughs> yeah. It's Todd and yeah. Peen. Yeah, Todd and <laughs> I don't know. It's ridiculous. That guy yeah, is a knob, I'd, and that's all I thought when I saw that. I, think, I, I, I think thought that, the same thing. I'm just playing devil's yeah. advocate. No, it's it is an interesting point. I think if yeah, the fact that he sort of owned that for so long mm. and made a lot of it, I think is seems strange now suddenly quite a long time after to suddenly go, oh actually there was something wrong about it. But you know, he can claim that, but it's not a sexualized image, is it? It's mm. just a naked child. If you think all pictures of naked children are sexualized, then that probably says more about you than anyone else. But where, yeah. where else are there pictures of naked children in the mainstream? Well, well you that, got like like, those, that's not like asking over. for a friend, but no, but no, like, you got like those. Um, you got like um, some of those cute old cards of like two two babies standing with the little bums exposed by a fountain. It's mm, yeah. it's it's all over bloody Facebook as well. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and those kids will be having stern words with their parents. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to post an entire album of my dick? <laughs> <laughs> Just saves time when they bring their next uh, their girlfriend over in you know eighteen years time. Doesn't it? How many parents are going to be sued in the next fifteen to twenty years? <laughs> Watch out! There's a trend there, isn't there? 
Hey, then that's another serious point. God, this section's going on really long, isn't it? But still, (laughs) there is another point. A lot of people you find slagging off their kids on social media. There is a chance they'll read that at some point. You see, I I, I sometimes, I sometimes, I well, I I do, but I don't say I don't say anything that I wouldn't say to the kids. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Brad, Brad doesn't count here. (laughs) (laughs) That's your disclaimer. Brad's sticking with it, Brad. Anyway, we'll uh, have the big question of the week coming up very soon on Loose Dads from Dadsnet. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. So then, let's have a look at the big question of the week. The big question of the week. Big question of the week comes from a Dadsnet member on one of the brilliant Facebook groups. They're all free to join. There are some private groups where you can rant and rave or have a laugh or whatever. There are some uh, location-based groups, so find one near where you live and some activity ones as well if you like sport or other things. I don't know. (laughs) Other activities. (laughs) There's some archery. I don't know. There's probably one of those. Not sure. Not checked. Uh, This one comes from Simon. He says, guys, now I'm a dad at 29, still pretty young. I know that I'll always come second to my kids, which I'm good with, but that doesn't mean that I don't have a ton of regrets. Things I wish I'd done, opportunities I wish I'd taken, places and people, etc, etc. Maybe I'm wobbling, but it just feels like I haven't made the most of not having kids. Is it just me? Uh, Simon. No. <laughs> Simon. <laughs> no. But, no, but also you're only 29. Like, when they're 18, you'll be, what, mid to late 40s? That's not too old to go and do stuff, is it? <laughs> I mean, That's it's, a- it's not the 1700s, is it, where you have to basically <laughs> die. die at 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you might be having a bit of a wobble, mate. I think that's uh, you've already called it on yourself there. Yeah. But, like... Is time and mate, take your kids along with you. Like that's absolutely the whoa. promise we tried to make. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> yeah. Dude, what, just, you, you just had a holiday with your boy, and you said that wasn't much of a holiday. Well, yeah, okay, right. <laughs> being hypocrite, <laughs> but since then we've been miserable again, and now we're aiming at trying to go to Greece in October. So we've got a full circle, mate. Like, hey, uh, hey, hey, I was thinking about going to Greece in October. Where are you going? Let's hook up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, but seriously, in fact, he gave us a reason to think this as well in the last couple of weeks. Like, we had a bit of a garden party the other week, and uh, SJ's parents, who are the greatest childcare we could ever ask for, always willing to have Jackson. They're like, "Oh, do you want us to have him?" And we were like, "Well, no." our friends are coming from different parts of the country and they really want to see Jackson and so like we said like let's just do it and let's just it'll be fine and it was like he was great he like he ended up falling asleep on on my best mate Spud when it was time for him to go to bed like a couple of the other people from the party came and helped me give him a bath but we just got on with it and and you know something that we would could have just it could have gone to his nans and it would have been fine but he was part of it and then in fact I think he made it better and then it made me think yeah, this is what we tried to promise to ourselves when we got pregnant, that we're still going to live our lives. Um, we're still going to do the things we do. He's coming into our world and we need to make that happen. How many people say that? I have heard that so many times. In fact, there's, uh, I, I did a... Um... I did a, an interview with uh, OJ Borge, who's off Radio 2 and stuff. Yeah. And uh, 
I did a feature on my website about dads, celebrity dads, and he he said something along those lines. And I noticed there were a load of views on it, kind of at one point, a couple of years later. And uh, it was his wife who shared it with just like, ha 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 ha, we're going to incorporate him into our life. (laughs) I mean, ask me after we've been to Greece if I still think that. Um, No, I I want to say that to encourage other parents because people always want to talk about the doom and gloom when it oh enjoy your free time and all of that and I just want to encourage people to say like you you can do it if if you're really willing to put up with the ball ache and at times when you're feeling a bit down mate yeah like drag them along if there's something you really want to go to and make it work I I, I do see what you mean there are there are opportunities and yeah especially because if he's saying that he's a parent 29 i'm presuming he's got very very young children a child maybe and it does seem it seems when they're really young like they take over your entire life all the time and you can't do anything else but it does get easier they do get more independent you can shove them off on grandparents quite a lot if you want if you have that facility nearby and i definitely call that a facility because <laughs> uh, <laughs> i know my parents aren't going to be listening because they're on holiday <laughs> um so you know it, it does get easier and then you can do things when they're older. it's nice to get rid of them for a little bit and go and do those things which you can do i mean you know maybe you could do a childcare swap for a couple of days or something like that if you don't have grandparents nearby but there are opportunities and then yeah they will get older and not want to go on holiday and stuff with you so you can go and do what you want at some point I think just play the long game enjoy the kid bit and then enjoy the you bit again that's it I think like I I had kids when I was 28 when Jake was born Um, and so you know there's stuff like the stuff I guess that I would have done in a perfect world I'd have done before having kids. But there's no point dwelling on it now because you're right, when I'm older I can I can do that stuff. When when the kids don't want to do stuff, I can do it then. I think you'll have more regrets living your life now thinking about the regrets you've got and not enjoying yeah. the kids, not enjoying the moments you've got. And I know I know Great I've point. picked up on people saying enjoy these moments, uh, and <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying you don't need a break, um, and that uh, and that doing things for you isn't important. But if you are living your life constantly thinking, oh, I regret that I never went there, or oh, I regret that I never did this, that sort of starts to bring um, resentment towards your kids, and then you're not enjoying having your kids. Then in ten years, you're going to regret not enjoying them as toddlers because you'll never have them as toddlers again but you can go and to Ma- Magaluf will still yeah, be there exactly. <laughs> you can still go and roll your ankle in Magaluf with your E111 <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no that's actually true though like exactly what you're saying is you don't want to resent it it's I don't know mate it's like when is the ideal time to have kids that's another thing that everybody always says as well there Like nev- there never is there never is and I think uh, just to emphasize what Jack's saying is um, you, you're going to resent yeah you're going to end up resenting your kids they're going to end up feeling that you're going to have a bad relationship with your kids which isn't going to work out but also I think one of the things to remember is there's never a point in anyone's life where you've, you're content with your decisions and where you are in life I don't unless mm. you've like yeah. you've managed to, to become a, a monk and you chant for 12 hours a day and find inner peace um, is that because you're not with your kids 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because you fobbed them off to the grandparents. Exactly. Nice. Um, so I think be okay with the fact that you're not feeling okay. Acknowledge it. Um, and acknowledge that this is just a moment in time. It, it doesn't define your life. It's not, you know, dictating how your life is going to be for the potentially next 70 years. Um, and just enjoy it for what it is now. And as they grow older, look for things. And, and as you grow older as a parent as well, and they grow older as kids, you're going to find new activities to adapt to and be like, oh, actually, you know what? I'm glad I, you know, I, I didn't do this when I was younger because now I get to ex experience this with my kids or whatever the case may be. So, um, I think yeah. it's a good point. And we've talked about it in the last couple of weeks, actually, about how you're never really happy with where you are because yeah. there's always something else you want to do and you'll never do all the things you want to do yeah. because there's so much stuff that there is available to do even if you didn't have kids you would never get around to it because yeah. you know there's like an omnibus of the bill on or something yeah, so yeah, you yeah. watch that instead <laughs> when, I, when I first met Danny she had a real wobble I remember um, because I've, I was always quite family focused you know this is this is what I wanted since I was 16 um, and I think quite early on we'd, we'd had this conversation about this and she, she had a bit of a wobble because she said, well, I like traveling and I, I want to go everywhere in the world. I want to see every, every single place in the world. And I'm like, well, just from like a, a realistic standpoint, I don't think that's going to happen anyway. Like, not to shit on your dreams, but... Even Michael Palin hasn't been everywhere in the world. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that echoes something someone was saying. I, I think, think people have this tendency, don't they, to think that your life is over. and But there is life after kids. And, and being in your 40s, and I say this as someone in my 40s, it's not the end of the world. You're not decrepit. And I, I remember thinking that when, you know, even when I was in my 20s, there was a, a bloke who we knew in London who was in the music industry and he turned 40 and that was a big thing because we were all in our 20s. And it's like, oh my God, how is he still going out and doing stuff? And he is still now. And he's, you know, what, must be 55 now or something like that. <laughs> because, you know, it's not like the old days. And it was interesting, Sparky was talking about something a few weeks ago about the 70 year old woman with the birds and you made her out to be like a decrepit old lady it's like but 70 is not really no. that old you could still no. go out and do stuff i mean it depends some people at 70 are maybe a little bit doddery but a lot of people are still quite vibrant and full of life as well so there is time after kids and there's probably quite a lot of time to fill and you know You'll be working until you're about 100, so you need to make the most of your holidays, right? So. Yeah, your national insurance has just gone up, mate, so uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's what you need to be worried about. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that, yeah, don't worry. Simon, you're okay. Calm down, Life's not is over. I think what we're saying. Yeah. It's just different for now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's only for I'd now. Is, oh, is, man. That the, the, the last thing I'd say is uh, there's two questions that you should always try and avoid asking yourself and it's what if and oh so the other one's not a question but it's what if and i should have or should have like when you say i should uh or what if you just you're gonna wrap your life in just a negative cycle of of just thinking about a whole ton of bullshit mate it becomes the mcu multiverse you know, what if, it really does. What if I did oh, that? Yes, uh, nice, yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice little drop, nice one. I liked it when we were talking about Scar. I thought that one. <laughs> <laughs>
Sparky's um, been out of it the whole conversation. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just I mean, nodding and smiling. That's most weeks though, right? On a side note though, Jack, going into it, uh, Saturday, Shay and I went to the movies, watched two films back to back, Shang-Chi, uh, then we went for Five Guys, and then went back for Suicide Squad. Ah, have Suicide yes. Squad. Very good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And who stars in Five Guys? <laughs> is, it, is that Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, it's it's the, the Hemsworth Chris's. brothers. It's the Chris's. It's Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, Chris, Chris Pratt, Evans. Chris Evans, um, two uh, more, Chris, Cro- Chris Cross. Chris Cross, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, yes, yes. Football reference. Hey, good. And, hey, I, well, and I even got the crisscross reference. So yeah, winning, <laughs> winning all round, guys. <laughs> jump, jump. Okay. I shared a, a video of that on social media uh, because they used to wear their clothes backwards, didn't they? Yeah. And I used to think that was like a big fashion statement they made, but really, it, they, maybe they were just parents and they were tired and they were getting dressed <laughs> and they got their clothes on the wrong way and just went, uh, "This is what we meant to do." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is Loose Dads. Thank you very much for listening another week and make sure you go and tell a friend about it. Pass on the love of uh, Loose Dads. Follow us on social media. Follow us on where you get your podcasts from. Leave us a review as well. That really helps people find us. And if you want to know more, go to dadsnet.com where there's all sorts of parenting stuff. Thank you very much to Jack. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. Thank you very much. And thank you, Sparky. Thanks. I'm Jim. I'll see you next week when this new podcast plops into wherever you get your podcasts from. See you later. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast. <laughs>